It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position by position analysis of the upcoming NFL draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. The Browns may not be done making free agent moves. They signed Rodney McLeod in the morning, and that may not be the last of it. So I went through and looked at some of the veteran free agents who have not signed, and now that we're after the draft, we have a better idea of what roster positions still need to be addressed before training camp starts. So I picked 12. We'll go through and see if any of these veteran free agents you think for the right price could help the Browns next season. So let's go happy face, sad face. Get your faces. We'll run through them one at a time. Give me a happy face if you think it's worth a flyer. And if it's sad face, we will skip. See, some of this is tough because it all depends on the price, too. For the right price and whatever that is in your mind. So do you think at this point he's at least worth making the phone call and seeing if there's mutual interest one way or another? So, okay. You guys ready? Yep. We'll start with Leonard Floyd first, the edge rusher, former first-round pick of the Chicago Bears. Yeah, no, I'm good. Nah. Good there. Sorry. I mean, that room is too – it's already Sorry. heavily populated. And I know that, you know, Schwartz is going to do things with a rotation and keep guys fresh. <clears throat> no, nah, I'm cool. We have other needs right. that I'm cool. aren't addressed. So, for me, I'm good there. I'm cool. That's cool. We're moving on. I spelt Ezekiel Elliott's name wrong. I apologize. Yes, He's two that, T's in his last name. Does. But Ezekiel Elliott properly spelt the guy you see in the picture. Worth a flyer or not? I'm cool. I'm cool. I, I, I was initially cool on that, but I, uh, he's not going to get much money. No, he's going to get money. I'm leaving money out of the and, equation. And I still don't know about the running back room because we're counting on Ford right. being a guy, and right. I think he is a guy. I, I see, think he's a player. I, I, th- but, I, I think he brings something to your table. Whatever thing he brings to the table. I, listen, we don't need much, but we need another punch. Yeah. But, but what I'm counting on, He's great in the locker room. He's good in the locker room. First of all, he's beloved in Ohio. He mm-hmm. brought a Buckeye, a national championship to Columbus. Here's the thing that's interesting about Zeke. He is now a wounded and very proud animal. Yeah. He's a cornered animal. Remember, what's our last image of Zeke Elliott? Getting blown over. Becoming a meme. Right, he right. got drop kicked. He became a negative meme. Mm-hmm. And then he got cut. And basically where you are now with Zeke is you're giving him a full off season to get healthy. Remember when Adrian, everyone thought Adrian Peterson was done. 
And Adrian Peterson kept signing with new teams and he kept doing things. I'm not sure Zeke's not going to be that guy. All right, I got you. I know he's never going to be Ezekiel Elliott. I got you. But we don't need him to be that. We have Nick Chubb. Right. So if the price is right, and I think it's going to be, mm-hmm. look, he and Hunt are still out there. Yeah, yeah. Teams yeah, are just crazy. saying. Well, I'll wait and see. You know, <clears throat> we're good on running back. Hey, man, Mike, if I have a kid, they ain't playing running back. Sorry. No. No carries for him. He gonna Make him some... throw the ball left yeah, handed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, and he'll uh, become a pitcher. Yeah, we're not go- running backs, bro. They. Listen, unless they start giving uh, kindergarten and, and, and uh, grade schools NIL deals. Yeah, we're going to see here soon. I mean, you can only oh, camp opens up in two months, right? So Gosh, that's incredible. Right. It's it? coming. It now, Zeke, Zeke was hurt last year, but I've heard rumors and I've seen a bunch of tweets that he has been on the Built Bar diet all oh, offseason oh, to get him back in peak shape. And Zeke, he's a free agent. He could use that money. <laughs> so he's using promo code LOCKDOWN15 for 15% off at built.com. I would Next definitely guy, sign him then. How about Matt Ioannidis, a guy we thought might yeah. be a pre-draft signing, is still out on the market. I'm good. Nah, no for Jay. I'm, I'm good. That's a no over here. No, nah, and I'm usually no. and I'm usually I'm spending I'm usually spending everybody's money. Nah, I'm cool. It's at this point I think it's about needs. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's about it's you know what for we, us what it we is. Yeah, they didn't draft the cat. Uh, by the way, um just let that sink in for a second. A running back, a backfield of of Nick Chubb and Ezekiel Elliott. That's, that's kind of crazy. That's, 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 Let that sink in for a second. That's tough. And that's it's not going to cost you a lot of money. That's tough. You can bring him in for free, too. That's tough. All right. Next up. A See, Cleveland I need, kid. I need Frank Clark. Yeah, I like the fact Who's that he's Who's been, by the way, Ryan Rossillo mentioned on his podcast two days ago that he's having conversations with Cleveland. Oh, really? Uh, yes. So there's at least some reported talk between the two here. How old is Frank? Pretty old, but he 32? has been extremely productive in postseason he, I, play. I, I know he has. He's got the experience. For that reason, I'm going to say yes. He's 29, take, by the way. Oh, okay, take, I thought I'm he was t- older. I'm take he turns that. 30 this summer. I, I, I take him. I take that. Yeah, yep. I'd be interested. Because c- listen, for once, I, I want multiple. I want multiple sack artists, I, and we will find <laughs> it. And I'll give. I'll give Barry credit. He didn't. He didn't picked up a lot of people. Man. He didn't turned over a lot of stones. Strength, strength in numbers. He right keep now. adding people, and I'm I'm cool with that. Bring him Cause, in. Because Barry hit what we just talked about earlier. He hit the proverbial brick wall. Now what I got to do? Find a new path. I so, find so, a new and path. I wonder how much of that is Schwartz telling Andrew Barry, "I've been in the game a long time. I've done work. it a lot of different this ways. It's not going to work." But this year in Philly, I had a bunch of relief pitchers, mm. and everybody was fresh. And we almost won a Super Bowl. See, Barry, listen, I'm, what I want you to do is I want to get you get with your boy. I don't know if you guys have met. You probably have. Um, you've gone out to dinner. You need to get with Kobe Altman, right? And you need to give him your plan. You said, listen, Kobe, I used to be just like you. Mm-hmm. I used to be dismissive at the end of the year. And I tell him, you know what? We, we, we we're right on path. And then I listened to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, and I saw this dude named G. Bush, and he told me he had six <laughs> games. Them six games really motivated me. We even sent Andrew Barry to a communication class, and Stefanski talks to people now. You might want to get you some people, dog. <laughs> you might want to get you some people, cuz, because I got some people, and I like your new attitude, Andrew Barry. I like that. I like it. All right, who's next? Uh, next is actually... 
call it gracing because it is 12 o'clock, oh, and that means right. it is the lunch hour of yes. the Cleveland Sports Show. <laughs> I would sign call it racing in a heartbeat. Sponsored by Call it Gracing, the official NASCAR team of Northeast Ohio. Call it will be in next week with us for a one year anniversary show, too. Very excited about that. All and right. I got to ask him that. I got to ask. He's going to be back in. I got to ask him questions. It blew my I got to say, listen, Matt, come here. Let me. These dudes told me that it that if you wrecked the car, you could get fired. Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> I got it. That blew my mind. Listen, no lie. To this day, I think I think about that at least once or twice a day. Well, think about it. If you're a quarterback, <laughs> what's the disaster? Interceptions. Yeah, but that can get you fired. But I mean, but these these so okay. So wrecking the car is like picks. That's crazy. Well, if you're out there wrecking the car every week. Okay, we okay. got to find a new driver. If <clears throat> oh. you wreck once, they're not going to fire you. Oh, uh, okay. Well, but if it becomes your MO and it's your fault. If you say, say but I was like, I'm trying to win. I'm just being aggressive. <laughs> well, I guess you, that's like picks. Well, I'm trying to go deep. That's, that's like Brett Favre when he was gunslinging. Oh, yeah, you're right. You know what? I got to ask this. Well, this Matt, is, Matt will be here Tuesday in studio. <laughs> we crazy. can ask him then. All right. All right, next up on the free agent list, a former Brown any chance of a possible reunion with Jarvis Landry? Nah, I'm good. Nah, B. I'm, I'm nah, good. Nah, B. I'm good. That's I've the, got such a soft spark. I do. I like Jarvis. I, I didn't, and I didn't like how he rolled up. I didn't like how he got treated on the way up out of here. That ship is set. But the problem is he don't have hamstrings right, no more. Right. His hamstrings have disintegrated into bags of sand. Um, <laughs> he sand can't. Strings. He He's running like he got the uh, refrigerator tied to his back. Yeah, he's not. He's, he's not. He, we can't do it. He he was he was never fleet of foot. You're being harsh now. No 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 no. <laughs> I, listen, he's he listen. I, he's being ooh, harsh. He listen. He be he be going like he you was know, not effective last year. You know how Scooby was hurt a lot and he did not have a good year. You know how Scooby do? They be moving in spots. <laughs> <laughs> and then they take off. Yeah, that was Jarvis Lance. It's <laughs> like Flintstones with the feet on. Oh, the like. <laughs> Listen, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. All the Hanna Barbera. Yeah, yeah, you all. probably run the next two names, Mikey. They, 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 we, they definitely that man. We we'll get out of here with these people. <laughs> get a preview to <laughs> signed the safety yesterday in Rodney McLeod. Yeah, so get that boy out of here. And I can't so believe Logan, you put this dude on the list. Why you put well, that? Well, Logan dude? Ryan's a DB slash safety. He plays both in the secondary. A veteran guy who's played with Jim Schwartz. Before, We're good so. in the back of the defense. Yeah, I, we straight. I, I, we, you know, we have weaknesses. That's not one of them. So we straight. I'm a no. But no. this, I'm talking about this next guy. <laughs> why you? Yeah, why why this guy? Yeah, why, how, why, why he on the list? Under what scenario was <laughs> Andrew Barry calling news conference and saying, <laughs> right. I'd like to introduce the newest member of the Cleveland Browns. So I asked Earl when I was like, should I throw him on here? Davion Clown. I was like, Earl, should I throw him on here just to piss him off? And Earl was like, yeah. So the only answer is no, but is there a reunion? It's going to be a hard no for me, dog. Hey, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> this guy, dude, he told him. I ain't never seen that. Listen, that's like me coming on the show and be like, hey, you know what? I'm only doing final takes. <laughs> I'm not doing none of that. Don't give me a top five. I'm only doing final takes. And uh, like, that's the way it's going to be. What You're do you stupid. mean? You're what stupid. do you mean you only go do? And they let him get it off too, Jay. Well, they sent him home. <laughs> let him get off for a little 14 bit. Or for a little <laughs> bit. All right, so currently the second backup safety position right now is currently constructible between uh, Bell and Ronnie Hickman, two undrafted free agents. So, on, you man. take we a flyer on Adrian Amos as another we're veteran. We're no, we're no, we're no, good no, back no. There. I'm nope. good there. I'm good there. We're good. I didn't see a single 
uh, no player no with, the, with the initial LB next to his name. Thank you. Not there's, a, there's one coming. There's one okay. coming. Okay. Right, okay. Well, I thought this was your last. Yeah, no, we got. Oh, right. you know what? I looked at the list this morning. There is. Yeah. All right. Like, here we go. All right, here Steve. Go. Next one. Please. Next graphic. <laughs> and we have our final four. It starts with a running back, though. About Leonard Fournette. Yeah, no, no, no. He's like 375 now. Uh, he he's a he's, he's a big dude. Hey, uh, we don't need no more noses. We got uh, Ika Siaki Ika. G <laughs> Bush is on one. Today. <laughs> we got Ika. We don't need like we don't need no three. What are you, what are you saying? You put Zeke at where, center. What are you saying? And, uh, what are you saying? Defensive tackle. Hold on, Mikey. What are you saying? Oh, look, I'm saying he he's his he has a bull rush and a swim move. <laughs> he's gonna take up two in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> he's a running back. Uh, uh, listen, he used to be. Listen, he's he's an athletic D tackle at this point. <laughs> athletic three. I'm done. <laughs> he's athletic three. He's a guard. I'm dead. He, he's a stand up. <laughs> Look, Jay, I'm dead. I'm, I'm dead. dead too. I'm dead. No, I'm Leonard. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Hey, the picture of his when he reported to camp last yeah, year on, on day one. I'm like. I wouldn't be. I would have called in sick. Yeah, <laughs> and I would have gone on a liquid diet for two weeks before I showed my body looking like that. Hey, listen, you should get on them shots that I got, bro. Just take a listen. He How was working? Hey, they actually good, man. I lost about ten. Nice. Hey, but here's the thing. Hey, they don't tell you that the reason they work is like it's poison. <laughs> like they be like. <laughs> Oh, and they be like, listen, oh, hey, if you eat the wrong stuff, you out of here. They be I'm like, dead. listen, your body be like, I told I'm you dead. not to do that. You don't pass out. So they told, they, they gave you a list of certain things you can't eat out oh, of this medicine? Oh, no, you just, you learn. Like, you're like, mm, <laughs> yeah, that didn't work. Pizza's not going to work. Mm, pasta's <laughs> off the table. Like, wow. it, yeah, they don't be playing around. Like, Bull was like, it is, he, we'd be calling each other on a support oh group. He was like, hey. <laughs> Can we record some of those calls? Yeah, hey, yo, hey, yo, listen, bro. My left side is my left side is bubbling right now. Is it working? For, <laughs> bubbling. Mama, is like, it working for for uh, Bull? I've seen him or talked to him in a while. Yeah, it is. He is, but he had he had my the runs. Left side is bubbling. He said he was on. He said he got busy. He had a he had some friends. He had some friends with him. And he ate bad the whole weekend. He got oh busy, and it's a delayed reaction. Oh my god! It's like an overdraft. You don't get the overdraft now. Overdraft. You get weeks later. It's like two weeks later when they ripped you. You're like, overdraft. Why am I negative ten thousand? You're like, well, oh. everything else passed that bounce. Yeah. He ate that. Unless he ate that bad food, and he was he was getting busy that, for the whole day of Monday. Jay. He said he couldn't do it. Jay, he says an overdraft. <laughs> it's like overdraft. You owe me, and I will come to collect. Oh no, they just. They just listen. Oh. They just tell you back in the day. They just put your check, your direct deposit. They just siphon that. That's yeah. garnishment. Like that, that's that's hilarious. <laughs> All right, yeah. move the next players. Uh, yeah, Three more. This yeah, is a guy sorry. Jay said was a top five back. Could be a featured back in the NFL uh, a couple absolutely. weeks ago. I, I liked him. I, I, Did you bring him back? One thousand percent. Yeah, sure would. One thousand percent. And he run hard. Too. And he wants to be here. He's and he, from here. And he would run hard. He would run hard. And I think people would Tell really you, like to see he him. He is not done. We're going to figure that out next year. Either we will or somebody else will. But I'm, I'm honest. I'm, I'm telling you, somebody is going to figure it out. And used properly, like he was in Kansas City, and we yep. never, he can still be a we, dangerous we, weapon. Hey, Brad, we never, never figured him out. Used him right. We never, no. never figured him out. Him. Never. Never. Did, didn't figure him out. All right, I scavenged the free agent market <laughs> for linebackers. Yeah. It is a slim picking market, but oh. Miles Jack is the best of the best available. Would yeah. you take a flyer 
on one Miles Jack. Brad, we finally have a disagreement. Brad says yes. Jay says no. Jay, I say, is that yes? Oh, that's not, not, not my fault. I had the wrong one. Sorry. I honestly. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I had the wrong your one. Your yes kind of looks like a shock, and uh, it could be a yeah. no too. Yeah. But I get I, confused on it all the time. Look, yeah, look, I'm a no, but you made it. You made it. You made it. Thing. So like, so like, I I'll, didn't make that, Brad. Who made it? <laughs> People upstairs. <laughs> like, like half half the side of his face is frozen on that one. Like, you know, I think Justin Bieber had that a little bit ago. But anyway. Yeah, he did. It was crazy. I'm like, dang. Yeah. Um, so, listen, I, I'll tell you what. It's so slim pickings out here, but I'm going to tell you what. Uh-oh. They got, think about it. You, Uh-oh. You, you had, you had, you, you had Phillips, bro. It's Phillips. Taki Taki ain't even going to be ready to play until, like, what? Middle of the, middle of the season, September, October. So now you got JOK Anthony Walker. Now Anthony Walker, he been injured the last three years. So like right now, it's like you can either take him or you could take guys off the street. We we can ask Boogie if he know a guy. <laughs> you know a guy that can kind of, you know, just be in here field, like maybe play some special team. So if Miles Jack come in, what's the worst can happen? He ain't gonna get no crazy money. Like if he come in and he's okay, cool. Like we can play you on Maybe some, you know, passing downs How or something. How old is Miles Jack? Uh, not that old, but he's been injury play. I'll get you his exact age yeah. right now. These backers be injured, man. Maybe if he you get injured. him, get him at mm. twenty-six, turning twenty-seven. Okay. Wow, yeah. he's I'd take, sh- take a shot. Twenty-six, yeah. We'll I take a fly. shot. That's fly. it. Twenty-six. Because if he can be what he once was, he'd be all right. You got to steal. Well, wouldn't that be great? That'd be awesome if we could find one. If all of us could tap into that. Man, just look, right? (laughs) If if, if, if you could be what you once were. Oh, oh, Bradley, I'd be making 10 million a year. No no problem. No, I would be at OU at a sorority house or something doing (laughs) doing the most. What you talking about? 10 years ago? Like, what? Like, if you gave me, I don't even need the money. Just give me my game. Just yeah. like give me the give yeah. me, it's this what I give me the game. Yeah, I, I wasn't I wasn't doing it right. Like I didn't listen, first and foremost, I would have been like, who gets a girlfriend when they go to college? Nobody. This guy. You a big bad idea. You big dummy. You had a girlfriend all the time? Yeah, come on, man. It was dumb. It was the dumbest decision I've ever made. I'm gonna tell my like it, it, can you do this? Cause I don't know. You guys have so you guys have children of age that date. Like when they come to you and you bring them in and they say, hey, this is a person I like. Mm-hmm. Can you laugh at them and be like, oh, y'all ain't gonna be together. <laughs> no, but you know what I learned y'all ain't together. in time? You just, just, you know, treat them like a house guest. Don't get too attached. Right, right, right. Because right, right, right. the second you do, they move on and then you're like, Hey, I really liked her. Yeah, or I liked this or dude. I really liked him. And what happened? What, you, like, what do you mean? No, nah, I, I I would laugh at him. Like, bro, y'all not. Y'all, so let me get this right. <laughs> so so my son, <laughs> you gonna be with him? Listen, you know his father didn't get married right the first time till he was forty, right? And he yeah. called it off, and then he put it back on, and then he got divorced right away. Yeah, and <laughs> he has half of my genes, so you do the math. I'm just saying. <laughs> and he's light-skinned and wavy. He got crazy hair. He got a ponytail. Like, what are you talking about? I, if I had a ponytail, I wouldn't date none of y'all. I would be oh a unicorn. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> you all one day. You all one Yeah, day. I don't know. Hey, listen, Jeez. shout out to, uh, shout out to, uh, what is this? Uh, there must be all kinds of caffeine. Shout in. out to this, uh, this is Starbucks double shot. This That's is, what that is. This is. Now, yeah. listen, I'm going to go home and crash. 
You need to have one of those for every show. Yeah. <laughs> We'd be off the rails. This I is kind of like it. This is once every three months. I kind of <laughs> like it. All right, so in conclusion, not a ton of guys out there that really, no, uh, not really a lot move of the needle makers. for Browns fans. Uh, something that could be of interest to Browns fans, though, is our next topic, and that's brought to us by the USFL. Professional football is going on in Northeast Ohio throughout the summer. $10 tickets, family fun for everybody. Check them out at USFL.com. So after the draft, reports come out on all sorts of players. Peter Skaronsky, the Bears' first-round pick, said Arthur Smith, the Falcons coach, said his answers were too boring in their interview. You see all this weird stuff come out. Boring can Some be of good. It, he literally said, your answers are so boring, they're putting me to sleep. To the <laughs> if you, and that's from the player. The player said that in a press conference. Wow. Uh, a few things have come out on the Browns' fourth-round pick, Dewan Jones. Now, yeah. this is from Albert Breer of Sports Illustrated. By the way, Crab had this stuff on when we had him on and we talked last so, week. Yep. So I'm not saying they're false. I'm not saying no, they're true. No, I'm just saying just, Albert he, Breer he, told us some things that we didn't hear, hadn't heard before. Well, he, but uh, when well, we had our guy on from Locked On. He's good. He's yeah. good. really good. And, and Kyle didn't have the specifics that Beard did, but he alluded he, to some of the things that he did were hit have on specifics here. on on the senior on the senior yeah. bowl mm-hmm. and, and the pro some day. things that he pulled there. And uh, Albert Breer said a lot of that. What we hadn't heard mm-hmm. was the fact that he wanted to be an NBA player. That was his dream. I, that doesn't bother me one bit. That didn't bother me yeah. at all. So I don't let care me just about let that. me just read what Breer said. Steve, you can take a 165 full real quick, just so everyone's on the same page. But according to Breer, these were some of the reported red flags about Dewan Jones that may have led. To him sliding down in the drafts. He was mocked as a first-round pick by CBS, PFF, and the 33rd team. Beforehand, he fell to pick uh, in the fourth round of the Browns. He's told teams reportedly that his dream was to play in the NBA, not the NFL. He had some fluctuating weight issues. He practiced in the first Senior Bowl practice and shut it down for the rest of the week, and then it did not work out at Ohio State's Pro Day. So I guess my question is, even though we kind of knew some of this stuff in the immediate aftermath of the pick, Kyle told us on Monday, it's not like this was completely out of the blue stuff. Does this change at all now knowing that it's, I guess, a little more public that we love the pick on on Saturday? Does it change your opinion on it whatsoever? No, nope. no, no. no. For, for me, it, for I've me, I've looked at the tape. For <laughs> me, it's this. You know, what what it is, reminds me of is here's a young man who's gotten some bad advice along the way. I he, agree with that. He, he, thought, he, 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 he thought he was going to be a very high, high pick. That's why you don't work out at the at the at, yep. the, at the Senior Bowl. That's why you not work out at Ohio State Pro Day because you feel like I'm already solidified and the thing I'm not doing that thing right. Right. That, that's some very bad advice, and it <laughs> does not bo- it does not bother me at all to say I wanted to do this than that. How many players do you say my first love was this, but I end up doing and you know that? What upsets me most about that, Brad. I'm going to give you a scenario. I don't know this is how it went down, but I've seen similar things transpire in conversations that I was actually a part of, or at least I was I was witness to. Maybe not a main part of the conversation, but I was a witness to it. And I've, then I've watched how they get twisted and how they get turned. Yep. I'm not saying this is how it happened, but this is a scenario of how it goes down. So, you always uh, dream of being an NBA, uh, NFL player? Well, I got to tell you, when I was a kid, I loved basketball, man. Yep. And I, I thought I was going to be an NBA player. Well, then I was 370 pounds. Right, mm-hmm. right. And that dream, obviously. So, somebody, some idiot in a front office of one of these NFL <laughs> yep, teams. you got it. There decided it to tell a reporter, oh, hell. You know, and it may have been a team. Here's part of the scenario, too. I'm just spitballing, yeah. but Keep this going. is how these things happen. Talk, talk, Keep coming. Stuff. Keep coming. Maybe there was a team somewhere 
who needed an offensive lineman and passed on the big fella. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he was pressed by a reporter. You didn't get a lineman until the fifth round. And Jones was sitting there screaming at you guys. Yep. Oh, I didn't take I didn't want to take well, what was wrong with him? Kid wanted to be an NBA star. He doesn't want to play in the NFL. Nope. I don't think that's he loves the game. How nope. this misinformation that's how, that's how it works. gets twisted, sadly, in part by people in my profession mm-hmm. and by people in the front office that have an axe to grind well, or have yep. an agenda. The other thing, if he had if he had a good representation in the front, somebody would have been battling that on the front side. Right. right. And they would have gave to him your main point. And they would have yes. gave him the he said, No, no, we're going to the senior bowl. You're gonna do your thing. Yes. We're going to Ohio State Pro Day. We're going to work out. We're going to say all the somebody would have been teaching him what to say, when to say it, right? As he's learning his way so he can cut his own teeth. But at eight, at 21 years old, 22 years old, you don't know what you don't know. You don't know yeah. at all, you're right? right? And he listened to somebody said, "Oh, you know, you're a guaranteed first rounder. You're a guaranteed." You can only mess that up if you go to the senior right. bowl. Right. Exactly. You can only mess that up if you run at Pro Day. Think about it like this. Um you look at you look at when when people because people do this for a living, right? So it's all about how plugged in you is and, and how truthful people tell you, right? If you're an agent, you talk to all these teams. Where's my guy? Where do you have him, right? If you get a bunch of conflicting answers all over the board, then you're saying, okay, well, we need to make sure that you go to the stuff so we can we can we can make sure that we can put all these fires out about you being third or fourth yeah. round. So let's go do the stuff. But when you get bad information and everybody's telling you oh, first round, first round, first Here. round, first round, and all of a sudden, now all of a sudden you get your guy there, you tell him don't go to this, don't run at this, we ain't doing a pro day, and guess what? All of a sudden you fall. Because think about it, his tape is better at his position than Anthony Richardson was at quarterback. Oh my God, by leaps and bounds, he had, Richardson had almost no tape. No tape. Zero tape, and that guy moved from what? What are you doing? Uh, Look, that's the. Because, well, but he, he had good. He had he good advice. There were there were scouts that said, "Oh, he should not come out." What are you uh, doing? What is he doing? And where did he end up? Where did he end up going? And he just kept, every five minutes, so, I'm like, "Wow," because he I, knew he was going to test well. I can speak. He sure. knew it. I can speak to that on my own. So my senior year, I was uh, finished second in the country rebounding behind David Robinson. And that's when they used to take all the first round NBA potential picks. I mean, the tie draft picks, not yeah. first round, to uh, Hawaii for the Aloha Classic, where they would play for a week, right? So, like Ron, a little like the Senior Bowl. Yeah, like Senior Bowls, so would last for a week. So Ron Harper and I were on the same team, Midwest. So Ron and I are friends from college days, right? He's coming out a little of Miami of Ohio, right? No, we went out there with the thing that you talk about to the Senior Bowl. We went out there to prove that what you saw. On tape was real. Was real, yeah. right? Because back then it was an ACC bias, right? So we ACC, went, they, it was like Big Ten. So we went there, Ryan out of my, out of the MAC, me out of Ohio State. We put all that to bed, right? And then we walked out of there and solidified, I believe, solidified our position. Now I'll go even further. There was an all the NCAA has when they play the Final Four, they have an All Star game of college, the top, top, pretty much top college players playing this NCAA All-Star game before the Final Four game. Yeah. Well, by the time I left Hawaii, uh, some people were telling me, well, you don't need to play in that, right? They just look for bodies, right? And I was like, no, I'm going to go show this again. Good for you. I'm going to Dallas. Mm -hmm. I went to Dallas, and I did that. 
in Dallas. Yeah, and that's what I did. So right. were there people that, it, that or were there people that declined that? That's kind of yeah. Scary? There are people that there are people that declined it, but I was like I was putting every fire to bed here. I mean, I put okay. And you know what? That you know, here's what it tells me: not not about your game. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Ninety-three percent of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a seventy-five dollars sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about indeed on this podcast indeed.com slash podcast terms and conditions apply need to hire you need indeed. You're going to bet on yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I like that personality. Come play for me. Mm -hmm. Even the the guy that the guy that hesitates to show someone how what his skill set is. I don't know. I want that guy. And I think that's a, it shows arrogance where your decision and position showed confidence. Mm. Give me the confidence. I'm guy. going in here. I don't know what I need to do from Adam. I never played with him. Don't know. Him. I said, but in, in a 40 minute game, I'm gonna survive it, right? And, I'm gonna do well. And, and you telling I, your agent, listen, I'm in control. Listen, I, I, you are my advocate, but I'm in control of this ship. See, that's what I, G Bush. I, I'm so glad you said that. Uh, one of the things that I've said to younger talent when they've asked, not, 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 not football, but in, in the business, mm-hmm. and they say, should I have an agent? I, and I have n- never had an agent. I've mm-hmm. always represented myself. Done all my negotiations all through my years at ESPN. I was the only guy there that didn't. Mm-hmm. But here's what I would tell people. It's not for everybody. Negotiating for yourself is not for everybody. But understand that this is not a co-equal relationship. Nope. You are looking for someone that can find jobs for you. Mm-hmm. Don't let this person change your on-air style. Have you try to be someone that you're not. Mm-hmm. Authentic works in television. Mm-hmm. And so I've always I always tell people what you just said. You're the bus driver. He can be the navigator, but ultimately the bus is only going where you take it. Don't let him decide or her decide where you're going to take your bus. And so that's he, when you give up the wheel. It sends a message. If you don't here, we come to a house. They put in a pro day camp in, in Columbus. You don't have to go far, right? Right. All it's, you have to all you have to do is show show up. All right. Because the, the NFL is a machine. It likes the way it runs. Yeah, it's just follow these steps and you'll be okay. But if you look like you're going to be outside of the steps. <clears throat> oh, no, no. He, he forget he 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 could he could have told his agent. Here's what we're going to do. Um, I saw the way that they they, they got the big Orlando Brown Jr. Right, yeah. I'm a lineman. I'm huge. I was 374. We ain't running no 40s. But what we gonna show is how dominant I am. We gonna show I got good feet. We gonna do right. the drill work. Yeah. We gonna come in and I'm, I'm we gonna bring in some guys, some 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 major offensive linemen, some Hall of Famers. Hey hey, I don't know what Anthony Munoz doing. But come on back here and have him talking to the scouts. Yeah. Why I'm Joe I'm, Thomas. Joe Thomas. Why what do you I'm, think of this? What you kid? think of this kid? And we got if you could go across the board and talk to him, and I'm gonna be getting my work in. Now it's different. Now that's your comfort zone. Right. If you asking me to just pack, that's like you. Mm-hmm. Hey, you want me to shoot? I put up a thousand shots. That's mm-hmm. nothing. I ain't gonna be playing one on one. You want you need a knockdown shooter. I might not be the big best guy defensively, but what I'm going to show is my strong suit and they'll come away saying at least he came to compete and that's fair G Bush. I've never understood why they make linemen run the 40 at the, yeah. at the combine. Who cares? What what are you doing? What? Why? When was the last time you needed why, an offensive tackle to sprint 40? 40 yards? I don't. 
I don't. So I don't care. And and maybe he maybe he said I'm not doing that. Why do I need to be fast in a forty? But I want to show, or I at least want to see you perform the things that I need to see. Are you quick on your feet? What's your footwork like? How about your balance? Your upper body strength, your lower body strength. That's important to me. Right. And I think you're right, Brad. I think the kid got bad counsel. Bad. Um, but do I feel any less about the less excited about the pick? Oh I mean, no, I, I like the pick. I'm Not even, at all. I'm even more excited because I, y'all tripped. Because I know I, I looked at y'all. They laughed at they Orlando like Brown Jr. and he became an All Pro. Yep. <laughs> he became he he won a Super Bowl. He about to get he, you know he's a he's a second big max deal type dude. And he slipped a little bit because why? Like he couldn't run 40s and they're like, oh my God, he doesn't look, he doesn't look that pretty with his shirt off. The He's Brown, a lineman. The Browns like it because they got it for cheap. For very yeah, cheap. It was a bargain. It was yep. a value pick as far as he slipped. I always bring up Warren Sapp. Mm-hmm. And I used to love to hear Warren talk about his draft day experience and how he just sat there and he was shaking his head going, oh, someone's going to get him a deal. Yeah, they're going to get a deal. Because it lit the fire in mm-hmm. Warren, who was a fierce competitor to begin with, and all of those teams should have known about that. But because he had a marijuana hit, yeah, and, and he dropped as far as he, he was probably the best player in that draft or one of them. He's a Hall of Famer. I remember, and he just kept slipping and slipping and slipping. And the Bucks finally said, "Oh, we got to take this kid." I remember sitting there watching Sap when he was there, right? Okay. And I'm watching the draft when I was very young, and the. The thing that people don't understand is character issues for me come from people that don't want like want to like work hard. If you listen to Warren Sapp, even when you listen to him being in the league, he had a huge problem with Keyshawn Johnson because Keyshawn Johnson said to him, yo, come and get me. He said, I went to the front office and said, he the piece we miss it. He the piece we miss it. They give him a big time deal and then we getting ready to put that work in. He said, well, for the Buccaneers, we, we, we always stay. He said, you come on, it's Florida. You come on down here. We gonna fish. We gonna work out. Live we here. Gonna live here. We gonna eat together and this how we gonna move. We and that, Keyshawn And put that. that work in and Keyshawn did not stay for workouts and, and sat was Eating. He said, he said, Lynch, Brooks, Barber, all of us down here. I lobbied for you, and you wouldn't come down here and break no bread with us in practice. I was mm. covering that team. I mm. was there five years. That was part of it, the, including the championship, the, the Super Bowl team in 2002-03. Uh, it, they, they would try to play it off like it wasn't a big deal, but it was a huge Ooh, deal. Hot. <laughs> and what that team had was two factions to the locker room. You were with Keyshawn or you were with Warren yep. and the defense was all with Warren Damn. and most of the offense was all with Keyshawn, but not all of it. And what, what it, what happened through that was, and you're right. Warren was the guy that supposedly had, you know, character flaws Yeah. because he got popped for marijuana before the draft. But I will tell you from watching that team up close, no one worked harder. Nope. No one had more of a positive influence in that locker room than he did. No one wanted to win as badly as he did. Okay. And he loved football. He liked, he Lived loved football. every part, like the practice, the like like the stuff like you wouldn't think that he liked. Two no. days in Orlando. Yeah. Ooh. That's crazy. That Ooh. ain't easy because now you're landlocked. You're Ooh. in the middle of the state. Ooh. You don't get the Gulf breezes. Mm-hmm. You don't get the ocean breezes. You, you, it was brutal. They, they trained at uh, Disney mm-hmm. at Wide World of Sports. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my <laughs> and, God. And I'm telling you, it, w- it was... 110 degrees on the surface 
when they would start at yeah. 11 o'clock. It was crazy. And you're a lineman. Mm. And he never, and he, you know, he did, he did the work. He put the work. The work. So the character issues for me, nah. when I look at Jones, I see a guy with something that you can't coach that you're not, that you're only born with. And that is a behemoth of a man. Mm. Weight issues, fluctuating weight issues. That that's an issue. Talk to a lineman that doesn't have fluctuating weight issues. What you talking about? You're looking at one. <laughs> I'm not only this client, I'm the president of fluctuating weight decisions. <laughs> what are you talking about? What you're, the, you're the president of the FWI yeah. club. Fluctuating oh weight <laughs> issue club. Like some, you can argue about, man. G. Bush on the, on uh, below is like 215, but up top. <laughs> He's up top, he got that fluctuating weight. Listen, come on, bro. It's, you alignment. What do you expect? I can't even believe that that would be a criticism that someone would utter out loud. He's six eight. He's three seventy. Yeah, he. Well, he. According to Ohio State, he played at about three sixty, and then at the Senior Bowl, weighed in about three seventy five. Do you so. know what that is? That's like a oh, supersized uh, McDonald's meal. For a guy like like I mean, he eats probably ten thousand calories a day. And, and by if the, you skip two or three workouts, yeah, you might pump and, up a little and bit. By, and by the way, um, I don't. I think people don't understand this. These guys have world class. These dudes, everything that they eat is, is chef has it. Like they, they they got programs where if you need to cut weight, this is what you eat. If you need to gain weight, this is what you eat. Right, right. You get your sh- shakes. Actually, to be truthful, it's even like that in college now. Like. That you don't. It is not often where you find guys who don't have. All of them have nutritionists, and it's Especially through the it's team. A big program. Yeah. I had it at D three. Yeah. D three. Yeah. Ohio State definitely has it. Yeah, they all on. have it. Come on, they, they know all what it have is. it. And and uh, you know, I I I'm I'm supposed to be concerned that he gained. What a fifteen pound weight gain would be. What percentage of his body weight at three seventy? A very little. Mm. I mean, we're talking about an infinitesimal weight mm. pop. And, and, compare, and I'm going to be honest with you. Maybe mm. they ain't seen Jedrick Wills play. <laughs> Maybe y'all ain't seen him play. Like, at the end of the day, like, I don't worry about the weight thing. I'm worried about people stopping in the middle of the play, looking around, getting people hit. I'm just saying. Like, right, no, the, at the end of the day, the Browns, and, and for one time I can say, the Browns are bringing in anybody that looked like they got something and they're going to go into camp and they're going to say we got we can keep 90 of y'all we're going to work this thing out somebody going to come to the top somebody going to fall off who going to be they got enough people to work like that i'm looking for competition yeah i am too and i think they they've got it uh and i think he's going to be a, a good player for a long time speaking of ohio state prospects the Buckeyes had a couple first-rounders this year, but they could have a ton of first-rounders next oh, year. Oh, yeah. The first round of 2024 mocks are out. I picked five of these, and we're going to go through some of the Buckeyes who are projected first-rounders next year. Let's go through the McShays first, Steve. Todd has six. Todd has six, including, and this is a constant, Marvin Harrison, number two, behind Caleb Williams at number one. A constant, he had JTT at number eight, Jack Sawyer at 15, Michael Hall Jr. at 19, Emeka Ibuka at 21, and Denzel Burke at 25. Steve, go up. This is Warren Sharp's 2024 mock draft. Also, Marvin Harrison what? Jr. at number two, JTT at 18, Michael Hall Jr. 22, Travion Henderson at 24, and Emeka wow, Ibuka that's high for a running back. at 27. Keep going up, Steve. Here's PFFs. Marvin Harrison Jr. at two, Abuka at eight, which was the highest anyone had Abuka, JTT at 20, Denzel Burke at 23, Michael Hall Jr. 
at 24. Steve, up one more. Bleacher Report. Harrison Jr., number two, Abuka, eight, Denzel Burt, 23, mm. JTT, 26, Jack Sawyer, 31, and last but not least, CBS's mock draft, Marvin Harrison Jr., Abuka at nine, Burke at 19, Michael Hall at 20, Trevion Henderson, which means seven different names throughout wow. the five mock drafts could wow. be first-round picks next year. That is a would-be a historic amount of talent. So I know it's way too far out to truly predict, and we don't know how this will all play out, but... Can we be looking at the most talented Buckeyes team in a long, long time, guys? No. No. No, no, absolutely Stop. not. Absolutely no. not. Not even with seven first rounds? Absolutely, no. absolutely no. not. You, you, no. Who did the college writers, all the experts combined, have winning the college basketball championship preseason last year? Say it one more time. Who did the college basketball writers have winning the, the national championship? North Carolina. Last year, North, North Carolina. Carolina. Did they make the tournament? Nope. No. Shit happens. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm, yeah. On paper, I know. On paper. So, even but, on but, even but on paper, like for no. me, and 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 I know this is going to sound crazy, but Marvin Harrison is, I think, is the most talented player in college football. But I don't think he's going to have as eye popping a season next year as he did last year. Quarterback, because the guy throwing the football. I also don't think the UCL, the USC quarterback, Williams, I don't think he's going to have as good a year. It's, it's hard to duplicate that. Why is Archie the only guy that's ever won back-to-back Heismans? The expectations are so high that They're you crushing. do exponentially better than the best season in college football They're crushing. the year before. Yeah. Tim Tebow? With, oh, Tim Tebow's going to win two in a row. Tim Tebow's going to join Archie. Archie's the only man in the two-time Heisman club, and that's for a reason. So I think Caleb's going to take a step back. I think Marvin's going to take a step back. I think the Buckeyes have quarterback issues, Ooh. and college football is a quarterback-driven. G. Bush lead. is hot on that. Jay, uh, Jay, 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 don't even talk about it on this one. Um, see, they don't, they didn't have the right succession plan. If you got C.J. Stroud and you know you need a certain type of quarterback, then you can't come back and be like, okay, well, we got these leftovers. Kyle McCord and Brown, that is not it. And I'm going to keep it real. They got a Mecca Ubuka up here, right? I was like confused. I'm like, so uh, I I know he was okay. I I mean, I didn't think he's not no Jackson Smith and Jigba, but here's the thing. Someone had him going eight. Eight. I said, no, no, no. And Travion Henderson. I didn't know. Like he's. So I'm gonna go to to Mikey's thing, right? So I'm just thinking about my just my days in Columbus, right? Here's a team, and Jay, you'll know this team. Keith Byers. Oh yeah. Pepper Johnson. Chris Carter. Chris Carter. Oh. Uh, Spielman. Tom Zach. Spielman. Spielman was there. Uh, uh, um, who else was on this team that I'm thinking about? Um, not Sonny Gordon, but uh, uh, William White. Um, and I'm missing somebody on the defensive side. I mean, I, I think there was ten, at least 10 guys that are NFL high, high round players. I mean, that you knew by name was on the team. Was Kuzno in that group? No, Kuzno was gone. He, he was earlier. Yeah. But I'm just saying, I, that's just me just not even looking at the roster. Right. That's who just was there. Just knowing you got Carter and Keith Byers in that. In right. That Pepper Johnson, they all so right they, there. They've had some classes. The, the reason I say that is because you can look back. Uh, it wasn't necessarily a single class, Mm-mm. but there was a time when they had Eddie George, yeah. Joey Galloway. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people don't Orlando remember. Pace. Orlando Pace. They, they all played on the same football mm-hmm. team. Uh, keep going. You and, and, that group and, and I just named was all that group without just name was all on the same team. Did not win a national championship. Stunning. Stunning. So I, I mean, when I look at this Ohio State team, I'm not even. 
I, that don't even compare to that. That don't even compare to that. So if right? you're not going to be, if you're not going to be a decisive conference preseason, uh, now again, picks are made to be broken. North Carolina, mm. and and maybe Michigan will flop, and maybe Ohio State will get oh. back on the top of the heap. But I don't think this is a oh. eye popping. Ohio uh, State football team. He got to go ahead. Oh, what you got? Uh, what I 90, yeah. 95. That was the year. Yeah. 95. So Eddie they George. So Terry they, Glenn. They got Terry Glenn, Sean Springs, Damon Moore. Uh, they still had. Oh, wow. Vrabel, Vrabel Mike, was still there. Mike Vrabel, <laughs> Luke Fickle, uh, Matt Finkus. And then up front, obviously, you got your Terry Glenn, Demetrius Stanley. Um, you still got uh, Orlando Pace. Now, too, uh, that, that's so yeah, crazy. Yeah. Like, so their whole secondary was crazy. And then, by the way, you can go back to 1994, and then you get to team. Marlon Kerner, I think, was on that club, too, wasn't he? Man. That 95 club? Yeah. He had a nice career with the Bills. 98, you still had Catsmore. Listen, these dudes, O-State had te- teams where they was just, like, all loaded. Well, hell, just last draft, they had two wide receivers go in the top. Was it eight? Yeah, eight or ten. And and, and, and then the, the Alabama kid who had just transferred out was also at Ohio State. You can't count Jamison Williams in that though. No, I'm not going to count him in that. I'm just saying he was also he went to Ohio oh. State. So Ohio so, State's produced talent out the wazoo for oh, years you're, in a row now. I, he, he's no. right. So you tell. So watch this. They come on, say, I know where you're going. I just said Jay. I just said Jay is right. <laughs> 97 times today. He's on fire. Look, <laughs> so in that in that just in that receiving room. Stupid. Marvin Harrison. Un- unbelievable. Jamison Williams. All right. Still had your boy Chris Olave. Still had Garrett Wilson. Smith and, and, Jigba. And, and Smith and Jigba. That's that's the five greatest receivers. Like, think about it. Like, you got the under, they was on the same roster, dog. Heartline if, is, is is fast becoming the if ghost. Harrison Jr. and Abuka both get picked in the top ten. Which, you look at these mock drafts, it'd be very hard for Harrison not to go top two or three. Abuka was kind of all over the board. Yeah, Harrison, even if he has a down year, is going top three. Is going top three. If you include Williams, Jameson Williams, in that conversation because he was in that room, they will have six first-round receiver yeah. picks in three years. Yeah. Six. It's unheard of. Absurd. I mean, Brian Hartline, he's up for running for our interview of the year when we did our uh, recruiting suggestions he, for he him. Was, he was great. What is uh, he selling? What that is man is unbelievable. Whatever he's doing at Ohio State. Well, you know what I, th- I is think. I think one of the things is, is that he had a really successful NFL career. People yeah. don't remember yeah. how good he was in Miami. I think he had a couple thousand yard seasons. He was a good college player. He was a good NFL player, and I think he's a he's a tremendous human being. He's very personable. And he's figured out the Rubik's cube of recruiting these kids. He's figured it out. So yeah. if if you if you take a look if you take a look at that just that talent, not only is he telling them that's why I think it's such a grave error to to not have the quarterback ready to go. Like because you if you go to Ohio State, you expect a certain level of yeah. play. It's yeah, a, it's next man up, it, and he's going to be a Heisman. And he's yeah. going to be high, and, and you going to get the ball. He's going to get it out to you in time. Ain't going to be a bunch of gimmicks, none of that. We going to play this. This is pro style, ready to go. One thing that you never hear about Ohio State receivers is that what you hear about Tennessee receivers. They play in a gimmick offense where it's one side. You only line up over here. No, 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 they're no, no, a no. pro set they're offense. Pro set motion. All of that. So they run the whole route tree, all of it. So when you're a receiver, that's the expectation level. 
I mean, they're doing it at, at a at a level where, where I haven't seen. And after quite, a while, right. your success feeds your future yep. success. Yeah. Guys that are top high school. Uh, Brian yeah. told me in a conversation last year, not on the show, but on a phone conversation, when I was asking him basically, how are you? What what what's going yeah. on? He goes, look, I'm to the point where I'm turned down people. I'm looking at kids that other coaches are dying to get into their program. Mm -hmm. And maybe they're a top three high school receiver, but I'm saying, you know what? He's not the right fit here. Right. Right. Like he, so he, now I'm at the point where I'm just picking my cherries. I'm picking the cherries that I want. There are a couple schools and, that have that ability at certain positions. At like, certain positions. Like yep. Ohio State with receivers. Yes. DBs at LSU. True. They get the yeah. top True. offensive linemen at Bama. LSU's got a wide receiver uh, history, history, too. too yeah. And I mean, Ohio, Jarvis, and Ohio State got DBs, too. Yeah, well, I, I mean, they both do. You know what? It's athletes. Yeah. Those are the two athletic, I think, the most well, athletic positions kid, in the, in the kids sport. Kids are always going to go where they think they're who's going to provide a route to the next level. Right. right? And because Heartline played at the next level, yep. knows what it takes, and he's put so, so many kids into the next mm -hmm. level, High school kids feel. Look at Marvin Harrison. Marvin Harrison, when 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 his his boy was recruit being recruited. Yeah. Marvin Harrison was deeply involved in it, and this is a guy that also knows what it takes. Mm -hmm. I mean, so when Marvin Harrison trusts his kid, mm -hmm. who everybody knew from jump was a prodigy, mm -hmm. with Brian Hartline, that was a cosign from one of the goats. Saying, "Here's the deal. I'm sending my kid so, to this so guy." So when there's a history here, it's like Cheyenne being in Maryland. Maryland has a history of putting women basketball players in the WNBA in the pro. Right. That's, so why, that's, that's a place you want to go. That's why Cheyenne is at Maryland, right? Because no, no gimmicks, no tricks. They trust the process. Here it is. They've got track, uh, a history, a track proven history of, of, of what it takes. Right. That's where. That's where. That's why you see gluttons going to the same places. They're like, this is the route. Sure. It's, it's, it's sometimes, man, it cuts the riffraff out. Like, there's a lot of coaches, like I always try to say, it's a lot of coaches that ain't really about winning like that. Like, when you go to them programs, and I'll be trying to, there's a difference, and you say, what's the difference between Mac schools and, and, and big-time schools? In big-time schools, it's understood when you step on campus. This is what we do. Right. We don't care about none of that. We, yeah, you got to stay eligible, but at the end of the day, you came here because you want to go to the league. You didn't come here to go to the workforce. So we're going to give you the expectation level how we're going to move. When you're dealing with under other programs that may be a little notch under, your problem is sometimes they get wrapped up in this stuff that don't count. Like it's soccer. like Cardell Jones said. Yeah. I didn't come here to play school. I, and people looked at him like crazy. <laughs> like, right, but you know right. what? All the kid did was tell the truth. Right. Like, like you go to OU, yeah, you're going to go to the workforce. If you're right. in Miami, Ohio, Bowling Green, you you better be really good, or you you gonna be looking at to get that internship. And at that level, then coach can say, well, we can worry about sock height and whether or not you got the right gloves on, or <laughs> like ain't nobody worry about that at LSU. Matter of fact, Nike comes in, Saban don't even know what the uniforms look like. He's just like, oh, well, whatever, wear it, but you better be in the right spot. He's got a point. Uh, real quick, it is 12.45, which means it's time to remind everybody that College Racing is the official sponsor of the lunch hour of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. College Racing, the official NASCAR team of Northeast Ohio. Before we move on to our top five, I got a quick question for you guys. We're talking about Heartline, his unbelievable recruiting track record. Marvin Harrison Jr. coming out of high school was listed at 6'3", 190. He's the son of a, one of the greatest receivers to ever play the game. Yep. What do you think he was ranked nationally? The number one, two, three, four, five. What receiver coming out of high school do you think he was? Uh, I don't think he nationally? was top ranked. Mm -mm. I don't. I don't think he was. Nope. I, I would say he probably was like maybe six in his class. 
Jay? You're asking this, so it must be 23rd. Brett? He was low. I remember it, was, it wasn't, he wasn't high at all. Well, I mean, he, he was 14th. Okay. So no. high, but that ain't how high. is yeah, a guy with that, that pedigree at that size? <coughs> that's not, that's not I mean, high. The 14th um, best receiver in the country. Was he a four? It, was he a four? Comparatively, um, it's, it's very impressive. If, if your son is the 14th best anything, and he's being recruited. You're proud of that. That's he's good. A, he's a top 100 but, recruit overall. But considering yeah. that his dad was as good as he was. That's yeah. what I'm saying. He's 6'3", 190, and his dad is who he is. Yeah. Who, How do you think 13 guys But I will say this. Are... He might have been the 14th best recruit at that position, but he was highly recruited. Now, oh, now, yeah. But he had, yeah, he had 43 division offers. Do, do, yeah. He was do, a top 100 national recruit. Do yeah. you – um, so who, do you have the names that were hired to him? I can tell you if you give me one sec. Yeah, yeah, right. I'd be curious to see that. You know what I'd love to do? I'd love you to ready? go back and look yeah. at incoming classes like seven and eight years later. Yeah, right. Go back now and look at the yeah, 2016 class. Yeah, you'd be like, Who wow. were the five stars? What were the top ten? Some of them hit. Most of them don't. Oh, yeah. You Most of them be, don't you hit. Could be, you could be a bust in college. Oh, All right, trust you guys ready me. I was. Too. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. These are the 13 receivers rated higher in order. So we'll start at one and go down to 13. What year is this? Marvin Harrison's year, 2021. Okay. Number one recruit at receiver in the country, Emeka Abuka, Ohio no State. Kidding. He was the number one. I mean, he's 10 overall, but number wow. one receiver. Okay. Then he's he's nowhere near Marvin Harrison now. No. <laughs> he's good. He's, he's all right. But not Harrison. None, none of these guys are better than uh, okay. Marvin Harrison Jr. All right. Uh, number two, Ja'Cory Brooks, who plays at Alabama. Yeah. He was one yeah. of the starting receivers. He's good. Three, Troy Franklin. He was a starter at uh, Oregon. He's been solid, not great. Yeah. We don't know who he is. Don't remember him. Number four, Mario Williams, who went to Oklahoma, who has okay. now transferred to USC with Caleb Williams. Yep. He's been good. No, no, no. He's, I, I, ain't he a defensive end uh, from NC State? Mario <laughs> Williams? That was the old Mario Williams, yes. Uh, number five, Argyle Hall, who has since transferred out of Alabama. Number six, we JoJo don't know Earl, who has transferred out of Alabama. We don't know him. Number seven, Deontay Thornton at Oregon. Never heard of him. Number eight, Xavier Worthy from Texas. He was an All-American last year. He's very good. Uh, nine, Deion Smith at LSU. Unfamiliar. Nope. Number 10, Christian Leary at Bama. Nope. Unfamiliar. How many? Number 11, Chris Hilton, LSU. Unfamiliar. Yeah. Five receivers. Number 12, Bo Collins, Clemson. Unfamiliar. And yeah. last but not least, number 13, Brian Thomas Jr. at LSU. Let me ask you this. Um, was he from Indianapolis? Where, where, did, where did he He went play? to high school in Pit, uh, Philadelphia. Prep, a big, big high school in Philadelphia. Okay, I will say this. This is why uh, high school recruit, uh, college recruiting is not a science at no. all. And that you really run into this in baseball. Oh. It, because in baseball, if you play in a rural conference in an area in, in the middle of Oklahoma. Division three. In, you know, small high school. You can hit 550. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's yeah. not outside the realm of reasonability that no. the guys in that conference are hitting 550. And, and, and if you're recruiting by numbers and you see that, you're like, oh, we got we to take a look at this kid. And he ends up at, you know, LSU or a baseball power. Then it gets up against real competition. That's and then it all comes out that, the wall. That 550 goes to what? 150. Okay. Yeah. So mm -hmm. in, in the case of, I, I, don't, I don't know that this is the case, but in, in Marvin Williams Jr.'s case, or I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Marvin Harrison. See that Marvin Mario, Harrison. That Mario Williams. Yeah, you got me you. off. You got me off the track. <laughs> Marvin Harrison. If he played in a parochial league in Philly with really powerful teams, he did. He went to St. Joe's Prep. That, that's a big school in Philly. Wait, St. Joe Prep? St. Joe's Prep. 
That's a big high school. In no, St. Joseph's Preps in Jersey, isn't it? I thought so. I think there's one in Philly too. But oh, there may to, be. Okay. He went to St. Joseph's Preps in Philadelphia. Okay, which is then there the, must be one okay. of the big city schools. But, yeah. but what I'll say about that is, so if you're you know playing at Don Bosco or you're playing at you know uh, Cleveland, Cleveland uh, Ignatius, yeah. modern day in California, you're, Kent McKinley, you're not you're not playing any scrubs here, no. and your stats might not be that eye-popping. Right, right. Oh, yeah. But like, if you watch the tape and you watch his routes and you watch his catch and you watch his work ethic and you talk to his coach or his dad, you're going to find out, oh, this kid, this kid's it's burned into his DNA. He's mm-hmm. going to be a superstar. Because at them, hey, if you play for a really good high school, like... If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. They not about to just spot shadow you. Like, right. like, like when I grew up, like... There's they, talent all around you. Like, right. like, think about it. Mike Doss just sat up here and said, I didn't even play tailback to my senior year. Like... What do you mean? You three-time All-American. How does that work? Yeah, it, well, you, you go to Ignatius, hey, Coach Kyle is not going to spoon-feed you the ball. Like, right. you're going to get it in the flow of the offense. When you're a senior. Yes, right. <laughs> <laughs> when you're a senior, you might be halfway through your senior year. Like, that's not a thing that's going to happen. So, you can be talented and not really get to rock like that. Um, you know, the, you know, it's a lot of teams. At quarterback, you could look a certain way. Because Maybe they his throw quarterback the ball. wasn't great. That's another Maybe thing. Maybe they ran a running offense. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the history is, but I do know that there are some gems that come out of schools that yeah. are overlooked because they're just in the wrong system there. Particularly when you're a wide receiver, if you don't have a quarterback yeah. that can throw the ball downfield, your numbers are going to look rather pedestrian. And these ranking services yeah. are flawed. They're not assigned. No, they don't. No, no, listen, yeah, totally imperfect. You go back to the, the, the day. Remember when they said the magazine Street and Smith? Oh, I used to live for that. Street Smith was the holy grail. I was. Well, that was the only thing they had. The, the holy grail. You're like, oh, you're in the magazine. He got. No. He got to be. The, and then you find those players. I used to see him, and when we see him on the circuit, that guy was in. It was in Street, Street Smith. Street right. Smith. And then I found out he can play dead at a funeral. But like, <laughs> that guy was nice, bro. Like, listen, I look. I tell you what, it's the system matters. Like, all the, I just heard Alabama had five out of the top what four, fourteen. Alabama receiver. had a couple four in there too. Yeah. And they didn't all transfer. You know, they found out was, listen, <laughs> you can't play. You, you either you can't play or Nick Saban. You done. You look wrong. Nick Saban <laughs> to get you out of here for just looking wrong. <laughs> you don't work out right. <laughs> right. Um, all right, Mike, where are we going now? Yeah, we're gonna do top five race support last thing and just prove this is such an imperfect science. Uh, Marvin Harrison Jr.'s projection NFL projection uh, day three rounds four through seven coming out of high school. So they were day, hold on. day three, day three, four through day seven. three, <laughs> round four through seven. It just so. goes to show you like as an athlete, it don't matter what we say. Don't got, listen. to you, what, Yeah, you, you got an opportunity yep. to be everything and more. All you it's, it's you control your own destiny. Exactly. We're going to do the race report. Then we're going to do top five. But first, just hit that like button. Hit subscribe. Yeah. It's free. Yeah. Free. free. You don't have to be a member. Just hit that like button. Subscribe. We appreciate it. Uh, Earl's not here. He's usually our colleague race report guy. So I'm going to give you the only thing I know about the race this weekend. 
It is called the Advent Health 400, and it's happening Sunday at 3 p.m. That is your call of grace support. We'll have Matt in next week to help us uh, clean it up. I wish I knew more. I wish I was able to do more research, but I was running around like a chicken without a head this morning. That's okay. So, well, hopefully they do well this weekend. Yes. Good luck to the call of grace team. We're going to do our top five real quick. Anthony's okay. been out for seven days now. <laughs> He's abandoned us. He'll be back Monday. Where is he? Do we know? He went, on a, he went to a wedding in North Carolina, and then he just had some PTO he wanted to use. Just so a vacation, yeah. I think just he's just hanging out. Clear the head vacation. Clear the head. He needed it. Be but, uh, before we do before we do this, I want to say, I want to shout out who's doing it. There is a bunch of people that has gifted these memberships. So, Phil, shout out to Phil wow. Bowman, who's gifting these memberships. Um, I just pulled it up. I, I saw that, and uh, Jan gave us a $5 super chat. So thank you guys for, for – Phil donated or gifted five. So he gifted five memberships. So we appreciate you guys out there, and shout-out to you, uh, both Phil and Jan, for how super chat. How do we chatting. award those? When, they, when someone gifts five memberships, how do we hand them out? I, I honestly – have no know. idea, and this is not on the things I missed about Anthony, but Anthony and Earl monitor the chat and stuff yeah. when it's going on. So I have not seen anything in the chat. If there were super chats today, I truly am sorry. I only have one monitor, and that is uh, what they do. I've been looking at other things. No, so I get it. You're busy. It is. It is not because we don't love you guys. Hand up if we oh. missed it. Um, you're the best. Peace I just, to the chat room. I, I only have two eyes, and I'm, I can't look at the other stuff. Right. So, my apologies. Earl's out as well today too. But these are the five things I missed about Anthony the most this week. You guys may notice some of these. You may not have noticed, but I certainly have. First and foremost, one of Anthony's hardest duties, he's in charge of making sure we have water down here every morning for the guys. <laughs> you three in particular don't ask for a ton of water. Bull needs his at perfect temperature. It's <laughs> hey. two before the show. He needs hey. one during the show. That is something Anthony you, does. You gotta, you gotta. It is back in the closet. He brings it down. Anthony is our water boy here. You got to water. You got to water. You got to water big hoss down. Yeah, bull has to be watered down. He's dehydrated because yeah, you got to get that before and after. We need that water. He dehydrate. You don't crinkle crinkle up out here. Don't do it. It's a lot of talking in two hours. He keeps you guys hydrated. it's in the way back. Water. I need the water. Anthony, where's the water back job? So you're saying he's, yeah. the, he's the UCSS water boy. He is. He's the oh. Bobby Boucher of the show. Absolutely. Oh, no, no. He ain't the Bobby Boucher, is he? You ain't say that. It's a great <laughs> movie. Went Adam's a great character. Adam Sandler. All right, number two. Or number four, I guess. Anthony, during the show, logs the ad reads. And to bring you guys behind the curtain, Sales has put this intricate spreadsheet together that we have to fill out every day when we read PCC, call, like, and all that stuff. And you know what's quite hard to do while you're talking and reading a mic, reading an ad? Logging it as well for the proper time because sales doesn't want to go through and then find it in the show itself. So we have to tell them exactly where it is. Wow. That is an Anthony assignment, and I have missed it dearly without him. He also has his own, like, he types in his own way, so I can't understand some of his coding for this. But yeah. Anthony, please come back to log uh, the ad reads. I, I do not enjoy doing that. <laughs> <laughs> number three. He's making it sound like Anthony's is B. Yeah, yeah. I know, right? <laughs> Anthony changes the monitors for ad reads. Oh, for real? Oh, yeah. Watch this. So so a lot of times, it, you, you'll see it go through well, three or four right of the now. sponsors. Right. I don't know where any of these are in the thing. Anthony has his own codes. So while I'm not, I'm trying to, listen, this is the little buzzer I do it. I have to hit a button to talk. So I don't have three hands to log ad reads, change right, the monitor. Right, right. Anthony sits right here next to me. He does this. Where's calling? What is, what is Anthony your personal? <laughs> what is Anthony your personal Buana? What I mean? No, what is going does on? all the little things that you guys don't see that make the show go seamless. So, very, very good. He's he's an extra set of hands. He does a lot of stuff. You'll see number one, or actually this one right here is the most important one he does, which we'll get to in a sec. Don't take it, Steve. So he's Draymond Green. 
Anthony does the little yeah. <laughs> he does the dirty work. He's the glue guy. Anthony's the glue guy. But Anthony does have one elite skill set that I cannot do without. I tried. I failed miserably. You take this one, Steve. Anthony makes all our advanced graphics. If there's something that's not a normal stat, not something built out of a template, I can't do. Uh, I like how he put a chicken nugget on here. The simplest graphic he possibly could have made to show off his advanced graphic making skills. But we cannot make some of the graphics we like to do to get creative without Anthony. Headlines, fence riders, all that stuff. I can't right, do that's any true. of it. That's that true. is Anthony's forte. That's true. That's where he shines. And uh, I had some ideas this week that I, we couldn't execute because we didn't have Anthony. So with that, the thing I missed most about Anthony this week, Steve, uh -oh. take it. His comically bad spelling mistakes. <laughs> Listen, if you guys know Anthony, you know he can't spell anything right. He purposely misspelled this in, uh, in his top five. He spelled mistakes wrong. Mis mistakes. In two ways. Kudos to him. It is always comical when he does that. And in his honor, I'm going to say that I misspelled Zeke's name today on purpose for Anthony. That's my little which ode is, to which Anthony. Which is a flat no, lie. But yeah. Which is a flat-out lie. Yeah, that's just me being but I like it. silly. But uh, we miss Anthony. We need him back. Anthony, he will be back on Monday. And uh, we would not be the show we are without young Anthony and Earl, who's also off today. So right, shout out to good. you guys. Yeah. We miss you, Anthony. Hope your vacation. Come back soon. Well, but please come back. Yes. Rested. And now. hopefully he's been studying his spelling words. Yeah. He, he went to North. He better be tan. Like he better got some sun on this trip. I hope so, because there hasn't been any in. in no, if you go up, if you, if you take time off, you weeks. better go somewhere warm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. These people that take vacations to Alberta, I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Why would, did you lose a bet? What happened? We're not going north. No. All right, All we right. got three minutes left. Final takes. Brad, you're up. All right, let's go here. Uh, let's go to the Cleveland Browns today. You know, I know as harsh as we have been at times on the Browns and their. Uh, attempt to put the team together to put us back in a position of, of being proud of nasty of this of this franchise. I must commend the job that Andrew Barry has done so far with the uh, uh, hand he was dealt. I think that the, uh, the Cleveland Browns have put themselves in a position to at least garner the support of the fan base here to see where this goes. Right. I think they made some uh, significant moves here knowing from the positions they were drafting from free agents they were trying to sign and the cap space they had to deal with. Uh, so I'm keenly interested in seeing what other moves Andrew Barry is going to make this season. He's promised to make some additional moves in the offseason here and uh, we have to get better because the others are getting better, right? And if we don't make a move, Jay, you and I talked about it. You're at the proverbial brick wall, right? So stop telling me what you want to do and what is it in front of you telling you to do and let's get it go and get it done. So I'm going to give you that grace right now and let me see where it goes from here. Very good. You know, I, I was watching, uh, you know, something on on uh, on YouTube the other day and it talks about, you know, patience, right? And and, and patience actually is a an imaginary construct based on the outside, not inside. Let me give you an example. If you are a player, right, and you want to you want to succeed, you want to win a championship. Does that does a championship in year 10 mean more than a championship in year three? No, you'll take the championship in year three and you'll still take the championship in year 10. But if you look on the outside looking in, if you don't get to a point where you get the championship early, you create something called patience, right? 
Patience is an outside objective. Patience is something you do to rationalize and understand why you're not being successful at the, at the largest steps. Inside of an organization, patience is something that people tell you about, but you're still putting everything you got into it. There should never be anybody inside an organization that says we're breeding patience because when you say we're breeding patience or we're going to be patient or we're going to just lay back and chill, that's not it. Because at every single day when you plan at the highest level, you either getting better or you're getting worse. Either you're going for it or you're being complacent. And then when you talking about business and every other parts of this, of this world, they even get you by quarter. Your, your children get a report card every nine weeks, don't they? And they tell you whether or not the, your child is, is making progress to a goal of, of moving to the next grade. If you can do that for children, you still have to do that for organizations like basketball and football teams. You don't get three years to say, what is our progress report? You get this, nine weeks. Mm, I like that. We're measured in nine-week increments in school when we're kids. That makes sense. Guardians, huge series. Twins are in. Guardians have lost six of their last 13. They've lost, I believe it's five straight series, seven of the last eight. They better get busy this weekend, and two of three won't work. They need a sweep to get to within a half a game of the Twins. Go win some games. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.